2: I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Action Comics number 334. It's an 80-page giant. Cover date, March 1966. Cover price, 25 cents. Cover artists Kurt Swan and Sheldon Moldoff. Edited by Mort Weisinger. Featuring Supergirl in The Supergirl from Krypton. The Cave Girl of Steel, Supergirl's First Romance, Supergirl's Super Pet, Supergirl's Fortress of Solitude, The 3 Superheroes, Superboy Meets Supergirl, and The Super Steed of Steel. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away, we go go. <music> Na, 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 na. It's an eighty page giant. It's a comic book with eighty pages. An eighty page giant. Page eighty page giant. <laughs> uh, it's a work in progress. Yeah. It's nice. Good. Oh, but um it's a good so draft. I've kind of been um, thinking through it, you know, today. At the last minute, like I do everything. Hi everyone. Hello. Hi. We're here with our heterosexual friend Jake. Hi. Who is also the father of a preteen girl. Uh. Fitting, as we're talking about our first eighty-page giant starring Supergirl. Yay, Supergirl! In an all-star collection of stories. Yay! Yay. We pretty much get everything we need to know about Supergirl in this eighty-page issue. I'll say. Which in 1966 costed twenty-five cents. That's it. It's actually, yeah. But a Uh, shiny quarter went a long way. That's like three and a percentage cents per page. (laughs) I haven't actually counted to see if it's, uh, what is that dog doing to you over there? (laughs) Do you need an (laughs) adult? He's just hanging out with me. Um, I haven't counted to see if it's actually eighty pages of story or eighty pages total, including ads. Right. Anybody want to do that Mm -hmm.
3: you. Sure. No, I don't. It's eighty-four pages. Oh. The wonders
2: of modern technology.
3: That includes a cover, so it's actually eighty
2: pages inside. Right. Oh, so it might be eighty pages including ads. It definitely is. Yeah. I feel ripped off. It's okay. <laughs> I want my quarterback, uh Jake. How are you?
3: I'm dealing with some bronchitis. I may, well, I definitely will cough, wheeze, laugh, but it may be prolonged, okay, cool, and I cool. apologize in advance. I am not smoking cigarettes, and no, we it will sound like I have.
2: We had a whole episode a couple of weeks ago with. Uh, Dr. Husband coughing and sniffing and sneezing sneezing. terrible. Oh, I'm geez. sure you heard it since you hear every episode.
3: Yes, I'm your biggest fad.
2: <laughs> if by biggest you mean fattest, that's
3: hey. accurate. Hey, it is.
2: Cricket, cricket, cricket. Moving on. So, uh, we're here to talk about Supergirl.
3: Supergirl.
0: Supergirl.
2: Were either of you gentlemen familiar with Supergirl prior to this point?
3: Uh, you mean the comic no, Supergirl comic or, or
2: Supergirl. the television Supergirl? Or, or that horrible movie. Don't even start with me. You mean the greatest movie ever made? I mean the most. Uh, 1984's Supergirl starring Helen Slater
3: and what?
0: Faye Dunaway. I've never seen
2: it. What? Faye Dunaway, Brenda Vaccaro, and Helen Slater. And who's the guy? I don't know. Oh, some guy. Some British actor you have okay, know. Well, and also a, some hot talking. guy that I can't remember his name. But anyway, hmm. it's fantastic. Okay. Um, Jimmy Olsen's in it. Lucy Lane. That's Lois' little sister. And uh, okay. Helen Slater as Supergirl. Huh. She's your type, I guess. She's a female. There
3: you go. I am so indiscriminate. Thank you. Hello, friends, friends and fans.
2: Um. So we have in this issue, yes, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight stories, starring Supergirl. Mm -hmm. These would all have been reprinted from earlier issues. Oh, obviously. This is uh, Action Comics number 334. I also forgot to mention at the beginning. Um, So often during this period, they would take uh, a regular issue of an ongoing title and fill it with reprints and make it an 80-page giant. Wow. Well, that's smart. Yeah.
3: As a way to make some money?
2: Well, as a way to like have a skip month or you know, just cheaply produce a big fat comic that would were cost 25 Were you aware of that cents. when you
3: were a lad?
2: Um, I was a So when I was a lad, they weren't doing 80 page giants, but rather 100 page super spectaculars.
0: Wow. Wow! We
2: often have one new story and then the rest filled out with reprints. Okay. Hmm. Often with a thematic through line. Yeah. So this doesn't really have a theme other than just showing kind of the supergirl's greatest hits up to that point. I'm sorry. we call this a pastiche. What are you looking at the cover? Just the whole thing. I guess so I don't really know big words. Jake does. He, yes, he's what? He's a
3: professor, you know he doesn't mm. what? I'm sorry Jake you know you know big, big words. words. Oh, yes. Yes, I just was going to point out a, a problem that I'm hearing. Um, if you say Supergirl's Greatest Hits, uh-huh. it just doesn't ring right. If you could hit the <laughs> land harder right. on Hits, that would really be better, I think.
2: Oh, 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 okay. From yes. one
3: diction teacher to another diction teacher, make sure that you say Supergirl's Greatest Hits.
2: I'll just let you handle that from now on.
3: Starting now. I
2: can't, even, I can't even pronounce the word February. <laughs> oh, that was good, though. February.
3: great. That You were doing
2: really well. So,
3: I had a friend. Supergirl, a a. Giant. What? Yesterday. And he said, he said, rule. He said, rule instead of rural. And I stopped. Who was it. this? Who's a friend. And okay. he, he said, rule. And I was like, what are uh-huh. you even? And then he quickly changed it to rural. And I, I saw through his canard. Um, Do you
2: think he'll be listening? Can we make fun of him? He will not be listening. What an idiot.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, those business professors, you know. He's actually one of the so, best people I know. I shouldn't make fun of him. Okay. No,
2: don't. Yes. Supergirl, as you may know, was introduced in 1959. She is the first cousin of Superman. Superman. Her city, Argo City, was saved from destruction when Krypton exploded by, luckily, the entire chunk of Earth containing the city was blasted in its entirety off into space, and the city just happened to have a uh, super plastic kind of dome over top of it, which mm. kept the atmosphere intact while they floated through space. As one does. Unfortunately, as you probably also know, when Krypton exploded, all of the Earth of Krypton was transformed into Kryptonite, which is poisonous to all Kryptonians. And so Supergirl was rocketed away from Argo City, lest she be killed by the Kryptonite poisoning. Okay. Um, her parents, being super scientists, they were luckily able to view activity on Earth. They must have had a lexophone there on Krypton. <sighs> and they knew that Superman was a great hero on earth and that he was also from Krypton. And so they sent her to earth on purpose in a costume modeled after Superman's. And then when she arrived, she discovered by happenstance, she was his first cousin. So he sent her to live in an orphanage. That was a terrible thing to do. And that's pretty much the first story in this issue. Oh, that was quick. Titled um, The Supergirl from Krypton, written by Otto Binder, with art by Al Plastino. So do we get to talk about it? Yes, absolutely.
3: That's okay, on the first page, lower right-hand panel, Superman uses his supervision to look out the window. Uh-huh. And see <laughs> the, the what? <laughs> missile yeah. about to crash yeah. into the Earth. Uh-huh. Now, I understand that he has supervision. Yeah. I understand that he can see through walls. Uh Uh-huh. But can he also bend his vision around the Earth?
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, Let's be clear. It is telescopic vision that he's using. So, which means he's just seeing something at a great distance. Yeah. Now, how far can you see... With binoculars, for example, before the curvature of the Earth starts to interfere with what you can see, isn't it? I seem to
3: remember that it's
2: fourteen miles. Okay,
3: Jake, isn't it ten miles? Uh, I I can say ten miles. Ten miles. Yeah, with no unobstructed view, like if you are looking into the horizon Mm -hmm. of the ocean Mm -hmm. or the desert, you can see at least ten miles.
2: Right. So he is uh, mentioning that he hears. A roaring sound far out of town. So 10 miles, that could be defined as far. Yes, but he doesn't arrive in time. Well, he's not super... Oh, wait. <laughs> That's a good point. He doesn't arrive in time. Despite his super speed. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, I don't I don't have an explanation for that. Okay. Huh. Is that the only thing you're fixated on? Oh just on that page.
3: <laughs> this this artwork, can I say, this artwork, yeah. um especially on the second page, yeah. uh where he is landing, where the rocket just landed, he looks um he looks like he has a Kevlar vest underneath. <laughs> 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 he looks, it looks like he just had Thanksgiving, I guess, maybe. Yeah, I'm He looks a little chunky. To tones,
2: but... This yeah. is uh Al Plastino is the artist here. And yes, he does draw thick-waisted. Thick-waisted? <laughs> and irritating. doesn't she look like she should be on a box of Hostess
3: Twinkies? That face? Yeah, like uh, a little pixie or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I can see that. Also she look, wait wait, hold on. Doesn't she look like um oh what's his name? Not not Aquaman, but um doesn't that other Aqua dude or
2: non- The submariner?
3: Thank you. Doesn't she look like mm-hmm. him?
2: Aha. Um uh, I guess only he's a guy and has black jet black hair and a triangle-shaped head? And pointy uh, ears. But yeah, otherwise, dead on. They have the same eyebrows. <laughs> Shut
1: up.
2: <laughs> um, Al Plastino also draws very distinctive ears, I find. Hmm. Like unusual, unusually distinctive. Like too big for the heads so that they're on.
3: On page <laughs> three, when they are rolling out the leg. Really over... <laughs> Over the surface
2: of the city. Well, you've jumped ahead. to They've just met. Oh, okay. Superman's just learned that he's not the sole survivor of his planet as he's thought all his life so far. This is a big moment, okay? Let it breathe. He's staring pensively out the window of our deluxe recording <laughs> studio. <laughs> uh,
3: I'm letting it sit with me for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, mm. sure. Uh huh. I'm I have my hand on my chin, much like Superman sure. does in the bottom panel on the left
2: of page two. Superman's full of questions. Why are you wearing a super costume like mine? How did you know my name? How can you speak the Earth language so well? And and <laughs> let me explain it to you, Superman. This is where we get the whole story about Argo City. Which is fortunately under a weatherproof dome with I'm plenty sorry. of air. Can, can I just add Also, one thing? this food Super- machine is still working. That's nice.
3: I'm sorry, can I just interrupt? One yeah. one thing about um, Supergirl that I immediately started reading in her voice, which is, it's not her fault, it's not the writer's fault, but um, I, I started reading in her voice like this.
0: Baffled Superman, <laughs> let me tell you my story as my parents told it to me.
3: And then that whole third page... Just yeah. it. I I can see now that it's better than it should have been. Like it made the, the whole page better. <laughs>
2: you know. I mean, you're immediately hired if we ever do Supergirl yeah. drama. Do you want to hear it again? I'll do
0: it again. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, please. One of the pitiful few survivors was a scientist, zor <laughs> But their joy was short-lived, for when night fell.
3: And on and on and on. Yeah, I I think we need to keep this in play because um the the whole giant comic, by the way, had more writing in it than any comic I've ever read.
1: Oh it was like
3: source. they, they did
2: back. have yes, lots of words back in the day.
3: No no um, no 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 that's what? not true. That's, it is it's, true. It's way more than the other comic I read with you.
2: Well that was uh aimed at a younger audience, maybe the Bob Hope. Yeah, with- Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah, they had to save room for all the clever kazawis and zwangs. <laughs> yeah. So, right. Can we talk about the lead sheets? Yeah,
2: mm hmm. The lead sheets. Yeah. They- so, <laughs> yeah, the might- ground beneath Argo City has been irradiated with kryptonite radiation. So, they are lining the streets with lead. Because they don't need any vegetation or anything that will create oxygen. <laughs> they, did you yet. not see the top panel? They have a food machine. And yes. plenty of air.
1: No <laughs> shorts. Uh,
2: unfortunately, there's a meteor shower crashing through the weatherproof dome and into the lead sheets, uh, giving them only a month before kryptonite radiation Proves fatal to all. When,
3: when I saw the lower left hand panel
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, where it says,
1: It's time for Kara's bottle, dear.
3: Our child can grow up safely as long as the leaden shield <laughs> under our community wards off those kryptonite radiation. Right. Um, <laughs> I thought they had put her inside of a pinball machine. Oh, because I did crypt- too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally did too. I was like, Well, okay, go with it. <laughs> I thought at first when I was scanning over the page that
2: we were looking at the scene of a malt shop. We can't predict how alien civilizations might uh, <laughs> care for their young. I, I mean, a pinball machine would certainly keep the baby <laughs> occupied. How <laughs> would it sleep? Bing, bing, bing,
3: bing, bing, bing. Bing, 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 Tilt, <laughs> tilt. <laughs>
0: But Fade played a cruel trick when I had grown into girlhood.
1: <laughs> this is
2: uh, right there in that same panel. This is one of my favorite conventions of this era Sorry. of comics. It's when they're crying or uh, getting showing any kind of emotion and you get the bracketed Choke or sob. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're, we're all, all doomed. Yet. Choke. Uh, so, <laughs>
1: Supergirl's mother.
2: <laughs> Supergirl's mother is using the super space telescope. It's a Lexaphone, uh to find a civilized world where Kara can grow up safely, and they find Earth with Superman <laughs> flying, lifting ten thousand pounds knowing he's from the planet Krypton and that he gained his superpowers in Earth's lesser gravity. Don't you love that
3: she hems the costume <laughs> on her? Just <laughs> like moms did back in the fifties and sixties. Yes. Uh, I'll man. make it like Superman's awesome. suit.
2: So he'll the know next, you for a Krypton girl.
3: That's right. And the next, uh, the next panel, she's like, <laughs>
0: Barely in time. I was shot free of my doomed people.
2: Yep. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Um, I like <laughs> My father, mother, all the people are dying. I'm an orphan of space now. Sob. Sob. Um, Sob. Now, this is the... <laughs> God, that never gets old. <laughs> so, uh... This is, as I mentioned, it's a reprint. So we get the little text box there. Unknown to Supergirl, her parents escaped (laughs) into the Survival Zone, which is a sister dimension to the Phantom Zone, which I know you've all heard of. Yes, we all saw
3: the Superman movie.
2: Yes. So uh, in the intervening years since her introduction, there was a story depicting how her parents survived Argo City's destruction. And I believe they now live in the Bottle City of Candor.
0: Right into the survival zone.
1: (laughs)
2: That's it. Now you've got the spirit. Next page. Supergirl and Superman discover that they are first cousins.
0: But we just kissed.
2: (laughs) Awkward. Um, We may be orphans, but we have each other now. I'll take care of you like a big brother, Cousin Kara. Mm-hmm. You mean I'll come and live with you? Uh, n- er, no, that's not what I meant. Mm, that wouldn't work. <laughs> we'll yeah, put let's... you in an orphanage instead. This is a big problem I have with Superman. Mm. <gasps> What's his name? Rob's pulled up a picture of the Supergirl movie with Helen Slater. Hart Bachner. Hart Bachner. Mm. Anyway...
3: Hey, that bottom left panel, we get a nice buffalo shot of Superman there.
2: <laughs> I don't know what that means.
3: As he's flying away.
2: Yeah. Where? In the bottom uh. left panel where he's they're flying away. <laughs> What's that called?
3: The buffalo shot.
2: Is that a straight
3: term? I don't know. I think I learned it in junior high, actually. <laughs> I love okay, the so, yeah. the bottom right
2: panel. Well, here you are, dropping off at the orphanage. Yep. Bye. Uh, also, you have to keep your existence a secret. Can I start my super career right away? Nope. You'll need long no. practice before Jake, you can why use you your narrate that for properly.
0: us? Oh, how thrilling, Superman. <laughs> can I begin my super career right away?
2: Nope. You'll need long practice before you can use your superpowers properly. <laughs> Meanwhile, this orphanage will be your home. And it does. It does. <laughs> well, a thick wig. Big. <laughs> I feel so bad oh my for God. her
3: because she used to wear that horrible wig. Yeah. Oh, my God. That wig is really amazing. I feel um, like in that panel that Superman's totally going to miss his footing and fall over. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Like if that ground is wet, he's down. And he's thick-waisted. Um, yes. I don't know how he can even fly with all that bulk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, of course, you'll need a secret identity, too, to live on Earth. So here's an ugly brown wig and some <laughs> Catholic schoolgirl clothes. Um, she picks her own name, Linda Lee. How's that? Which, coincidentally, has the same initials as Superman's other lady friends, Lois Lane and Lala Lang. And Lex Luthor. You know what? They're really playing to the Hicks
3: with this storyline. <laughs>
2: Um apparently Superman has such cachet worldwide that he can just walk into an orphanage and say, This girl lost her home. I'm what do we do?
3: Entering it's her. It's so into windy the there
2: at the orphanage. Have you noticed that every panel of him not flying
3: has his cape extended up behind him? How <laughs> is that wig staying on her head?
2: Yeah, because her hair is not blowing.
3: Even in the, is, in the in uh, the room
1: inside. In the room, yeah.
2: hmm Um so I guess Superman has to offer no other explanation other than a big disaster wiped out her whole community. <laughs> You'd think that his, would have been explanation on the... explanation is here.
3: <laughs>
2: Which is... His explanation is here. Trust me. <laughs> uh, you'll have a good home here. Miss Hart, the headmistress, is like a mother to all the orphan children. Remind me to come back to that because Miss Hart is not a miss in another story that we see coming up. No. Uh... Uh-huh. So she uh, fits right in at the orphanage. She fixes up her own room with her superpowers in secret. She discovers she has x-ray vision to spy on the other children.
3: I'm sorry, Linda, but the orphanage is overcrowded. And this is the only room we have. I'll help you tidy it up.
0: No, Miss Warren, I'll do it myself.
3: (laughs) When I'm finished making dinner and cleaning all the rooms and trying to
2: get all these children adopted um oh, my life supergirl will make a great <laughs> wife someday she's so plucky and adventurous and
3: submariner looking hey did she is this the page she realizes she can look out the window too
2: just like superman did <laughs> how about she looks through the walls and spies on the children yeah, she's spying on the other children through the wall.
1: Oh so I can use x three vision through the walls to see other orphans here.
2: She's already pushing the rules. While everyone's asleep, it's my chance to change, and Supergirl will look over my new hometown. Nobody will see me in the dark, so I'm not disobeying Superman. Really? Smosh.
1: Bye.
3: Okay, now listen. Listen, you two. Yeah. This is a little mm-hmm. too real. This, this little bit. <laughs> the uh, parsing of words... And situations like a seasoned attorney. That's what I've been experiencing all week with my uh,
2: beloved child. And uh-huh. it has been exhausting. Is that the boy child or the girl child?
3: Which one do you think?
2: Uh, I'm going to say boy. No. Really?
3: No, it's the well. 10-year-old. And she is, uh, well, it's, it's just been real bad. So, What do you mean the parsing of words? Well like in like, that last panel.
2: Depends what the definition of is is. Oh. Yeah. She's not disobeying Superman if nobody sees her. Like you didn't right? stipulate like, oh, that so, exact thing. Right, right, right. Yeah. Dad, you said you said I should go to
3: bed, but you didn't say I should go to bed now. Right. Or you said I could play with the scarf, but you didn't say don't cut up the scarf. <laughs> <laughs> or you said I could use this jewelry cloth to clean my jewelry, but you didn't say I couldn't cut out this jewelry cloth. Okay. Or you said I could play with these um, watercolor um, like ramekins, but you didn't say I couldn't put glitter glue in them.
2: <laughs> so it reminds me of a
3: And while you're thinking about that let me hit
2: my brother 17 times. <laughs> there was a super villain in the nine 19- 80s and 90s for the, the Doom Patrol had a supervillain called the Quiz who had every superpower you hadn't thought of yet. Oh my god, I forgot about that! And so the only way to oh. defeat him was to quickly think of every superpower, lest he activate said superpower before you got to it. Oh wow, yeah. So, what I'm saying is that your daughter's a supervillain,
3: yeah. I believe that, believe that one, believe it hard.
2: Um, next story. Oh, please. the Cave girl of steel. I didn't instruct you to read this one, but I just want to point out the bottom panel of the first page where one of the orphan babies is suffocating inside of a plastic bag. (laughs) Jake, you want to read that for us?
3: (laughs) Really up the ante there.
2: (laughs) I mean, this is serious business in 1959, when this was originally published. Did we not know that plastic bags were not to be left with babies?
3: I don't know. When I was young, we had plastic bags and we suffocated and we didn't complain about it. I
2: used to eat quarters and marbles and rocks and all sorts of things. Well, I did all those things, but then I had to go cut my own switch off the tree to be beaten with. (laughs) Oh, Did you
3: white?
2: Did you whitewash your own fences too? Because <laughs> I tricked all my friends and Dale. Boy,
1: this sure is fun.
2: Um, luckily, <laughs> Linda. <laughs> ah, Linda sees the baby suffocating with her heat vision the way, through the right. wall. Okay, sorry. And sorry. melts the plastic bag with her heat vision, and the child's face through the yeah, wall. I mean that would be the, what I would be concerned about. Then the nurse returns. She's been shirking her duties. So she didn't see the infant almost suffocate. <laughs> Luckily, now the headmistress decides that they won't keep plastic bags around the infant nursery. Oh,
3: now she decides. Right. That baby is inside that bag. Like, how did it even Fully, get in? Like, like it came sealed, delivered <laughs> that way. Did one of the other
2: horrible orphan children do that to it?
1: What a pretty baby. Let's put it in a bag. You know, shopping.
2: You know, when remember the imaginary story when Superboy was in the orphanage and he was evil? Yeah, maybe it was him. Maybe he crossed dimensions and put that baby in a plastic bag just for spite.
3: Well, hmm. this this page is so jam-packed with details. Um <laughs> adjacent to that panel is Superman throwing a shark over the horizon. <laughs> Yes. Only awesome. it's not really a shark. How do you know? Because it's shark. the silhouette, it's, it's it's a dolphin.
2: It says killer shark right in the text.
3: It does, but the fins aren't correct.
2: Well, I'm not sure about that. No, because dolphins
3: like whale, have horizontal fins and... Um, Serrated dorsal sh- <laughs> appendages. <shark yeah. laughs> Sharks have vertical fins, uh-huh. and so they go, they go sideways, and dolphins go up and down. And if you just look at the, the fins and everything, there's no way that's a shark. It looks like a killer whale. Would you allow that? We're to all hear?
2: burying the lead that Superman is throwing a shark miles into the ocean, <laughs> and it's going to die. Well, but it was threatening uh, the people at the beach.
3: He's, okay, but Hold on. This... He, he's throwing it along the coastline. Does everybody see that? <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> he's also walking on water. No, he's <laughs> flying. No, look at him. He's walking on water. Yes, but I mean that he's actually using his flying power to appear to oh, be on water. Oh, okay. Because I just mm. thought he was being Christ-like and picking
3: up a porpoise and throwing it down into the ocean.
2: He is somewhat Christ-like, yes.
3: Well, that's okay. You know what? I'll accept Those that because like. the panel below, Supergirl flies faster than light and goes back into time. Right.
2: So anyway, we're not going to belabor this story. The point is that Supergirl, again, uh, wrangles a way to have some fun, but not technically disobey Superman's orders. Before we leave this, can we have... Jake, can you look at page 12
3: with the Triceratops? Can you read what she's thinking when she's catching the baby? Yeah, I see it. Would you just read that for us, please? In her voice.
0: Now to dump the Triceratops in that pool and catch that baby!
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, Supergirl has flown into the past to dinosaur times, but she's also found a hidden valley where fully formed Homo sapien cavemen, Europeans by the look of it, because they're all white and blonde, um, are living alongside the dinosaurs. Uh, back and in the a baby is snatched up by a pterodactyl and she rescues it. She she flew back
3: into Genesis is what you're saying.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Garden of yeah. Eden. Except there's more people than were there. Um, uh. <laughs> she has some fun with some dinosaurs. Um, does a couple of other good deeds like showing the caveman how to make a fire. She
3: names a dinosaur because that's what she can do.
2: Uh, she fights off a fire-breathing dragon, which also oh. exists in this hidden valley.
3: Oh.
2: And then she uh, flies back to the present where archaeologists have just discovered uh, a stone tablet which was carved, chiseled by a caveman to show Supergirl fighting dinosaur. The end. Mm -hmm. I really have no other further commentary. This is a time before Supergirl's existence had been uh, exposed to the world. And so she, of course, was nervous that the archaeologists would put two and two together and realize that Superman had a secret cousin living on Earth. But they didn't. (laughs) Next story. This is the story why you're here, Jake. Supergirl's first romance. Because mm. you're going to be facing that oh. soon in your own household. I'm not facing shit. <laughs> How do you think you'd feel if your daughter's first kiss came from a half man, half fish? Hmm.
3: What? What's his name? Jero? Jero, the murderer. <laughs> Come back, Supergirl. Come back to me. Come back.
0: No! No, Jero. You must forget we ever met. Like Superman, my career must come first. Romance is not for me. Choke.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So what you gentlemen may not be aware of is that Superman, while he was in college, had a romance with a wheelchair-bound girl named Lori. What? I thought you were going to stop at the word wheelchair. No. It was his first serious romance post Boyhood, okay. Wow. And what he found out was that Lori, at the end of the story, said she had to return to her country. He was thinking she was like from Sweden or someplace. Oh, no, she was, a
1: she was a mermaid.
2: She's from Atlantis. Oh my goodness, wow, um, that is saucy! She broke his heart. Yeah, hey, and then she, she had a wet blanket over her fin legs. Yes, ah. she was in a wheelchair with a blanket over her fins. Exactly.
3: <laughs> There you go.
2: Tudor's
0: on it. uh,
2: it. She returned to Atlantis and married a doctor in Atlantis and lived happily ever after, presumably, but still helped out Superman from time to time because all Atlanteans have telepathic powers. That's how they speak to each other and to surface dwellers. Yes.
3: So when she was in the water... Did she still have to hold on to the wheelchair when she was swimming? Like, did she
0: <laughs> did
1: she
2: toss the blanket aside and then just like sit in the wheelchair and use her lose her legs? Um, I'll have to look up the story. I think the way that she, Superman discovered that she was a mermaid was that she actually did her wheelchair tumbled into a giant fish tank or something, <laughs> and she used her telepathic powers to. I think it was a shark tank. She used her telepathic powers to protect herself from the sharks and but also didn't die immediately from drowning. So that's how Superman starts <laughs> to piece together <laughs> that she was a mermaid. Was she wearing glasses? Because no. if she was,
3: he would never have known who she was. No,
2: she was lovely. She had lovely like like long, as she
3: goes into the water, tumbles in mm-hmm. on her wheelchair, mm-hmm. somehow glasses find themselves on her face. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know what to do because he's completely lost his girlfriend. I'm sorry.
2: Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. I know where you're going with this, but let's turn the page on. <laughs> Supergirls in the orphanage, she sees that a ship, which is um, carrying some of her orphan friends, uh, is about to sink in a terrible storm. So she flies out to sea. Oh no, terror. Commandeers... <laughs> A Coast Guard clipper (laughs) guides the Coast Guard to the scene of the catastrophe where they save all the children just before the ship sinks. Mm -hmm. Um, She then receives a telepathic message from Lori Lamaras. She's the aforementioned (gasps) mermaid girlfriend of Superman. Yeah. Oh, you didn't read this, did you? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... So, yes, Lori sends her uh, telepathic message that I was once Superman's sweetheart. I knew of your existence because of my telepathic mind-reading powers. Since through Superman the galaxy? Is a- what? Through the
0: universe?
3: She's telepathic through the universe? Oh, because she got yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you.
2: Uh, since Superman okay. is away in space, only you can save Atlantis from a terrible fate. I guess
3: Aquaman was busy also. So, Jake, I imagine that um, this is what it sounds like. This is the voice of Lori. I was on the one of Superman's Mermaid's I knew of your existence because of my telepathic and reading powers.
1: Since Superman
3: is the in space, only you can see that from a terrible fate.
0: I'm coming, Lori. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> how, why would <laughs> telepathic communication be affected by uh, water.
3: Yeah. You know. It wouldn't. I was right. just looking for a way to show off the fact that I can do underwater words. <laughs> I can, I have uh, You, you that do style. those really great.
2: Very read. well okay. If that ever comes up in a dramatized reading, we'll have you auditioned for that part. <laughs>
3: <I'll do it>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we move ahead? Uh, this is the most boring yeah. story.
1: This is the
2: worst. <laughs> I'm, it's for the ending that I'm making us look at it. So Supergirl arrives in Atlantis. Uh, she meets Laurie and her husband, Ronald, and a Jero, a scientist's son. So they uh, have to save Atlantis from some kind of weapons that have there's been Earth, Ancient weapons and robots. And there's a Ghostbuster creature. I see that. <laughs> um, well,
3: I she rescues
2: everybody. Ends the menace for all time. The Atlanteans uh, have a big celebration and force Fish into spelling out the words, Hooray for Supergirl.
1: <gasps> Where's that?
2: Where's I see it. 22? That's like the Ohio State Marching Band when they do the script, Ohio. <laughs> <Only this> is... <sighs> um, they tell the brief history of Atlantis and how they developed fish legs and learn to live happily under the sea. They have an artificial sun. They have a little army that protects them against sea life. Uh, They have statues of great people. Good night. This story goes on forever. Superman, Supergirl, (laughs) Julius Caesar, George Washington, and Napoleon are the people that the Atlanteans have chosen to honor in their statuary garden. Hmm. Now, what happens is that Supergirl, after kissing Jero...
3: I'm sorry, hold on just one second. There's also a farm with an underwater tractor.
2: Right, right. Well, they do have to keep up their uh, agriculture. So they have a tractor with wheels. What would you call that? Uh, Aqua aqua agriculture? Aquaculture.
3: Okay. That wasn't as funny as I thought it would be. No.
2: Why can't they just eat fish, though? Quite uh,
3: because those are their subjects. Who's going to spell out... Right. Thank you, Supergirl. <laughs> Good point. Sorry, is it probably hooray,
2: Supergirl? Um. So... So. Wow, it's not over yet. <laughs> After Supergirl kisses Jero, she realizes that all the have telepathic powers. So not only will Jero know her feelings, but all of Atlantis will know how she feels about Jero. Oh, snap. Oh, fortifying.
0: I like his so- smile.
2: <laughs> That's what it says. I'm
0: not ad-libbing.
2: Weird. So she flies back to the surface. <laughs> I just love that. Her Mousy brown wig falls out of the secret pouch in her cape that she carries it in and gets oh no. wet. So she arrives back at the orphanage with wet hair on a sunny day. And just in time for the kids that were rescued from the boat to arrive back. <laughs> I just stirred the page. <laughs>
1: so,
2: <laughs> so one young man. Uh, somehow immediately suspects that she's Supergirl just because her hair is wet. Did I ever tell you about when my younger sister had a party while my parents were out of town? Jake? Yeah? Um, I was in college, and my younger sister was in high school. This is a great story. And my parents left town with the instruction that my younger sister was not to be at home alone. So... I had to go to a performance gig. We call it in the business, a gig. And my sister was to go to her friend's house, but she secretly snuck back home and hosted a high school party. Whoa. And when I arrived home later that night, there were teenage boys all over the whole house. Everything had gotten out of hand. Everything. Um, You started fanning yourself. The house was a mess. Yes, I clutched my pearls and charged into the gang of teenagers. <laughs> anyway, I stayed up all night. The house was a the mess. They had absolutely trashed the house. They had thrown eggs on the ceiling. They'd thrown what? splashed beer all over everything. They took everything they could and put it in a
3: crock pot. And
2: the, yes, the contents in- of the medicine cabinet, they put into the crock pot and wow. it in the closet. Yeah. Anyway, apparently, some young fellow had peed in the milk carton. Oh, no. Yes, why not? And Monday morning, <laughs> when my mother was pouring... So he me, had
3: stayed up all night.
2: I cleaned up and everything. cleaned up everything. He
3: didn't, do, tell. he didn't tell anyone, except he, he did call except his brother, God. and he said,
2: get over here and help me with her. Um, so my mother poured milk on her cereal on Monday morning and tasted it. And immediately, oh, no. this was the... Uh, course of events. Taste? Somebody pissed in the milk. You had a party! <laughs> that connection happened that fast. So that's just what this young man has done. Your hair is wet. You're Supergirl! Anyway, she distracts him momentarily and sticks her head out the window and shakes it really fast, so her hair is dry. Yaddy, 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 can you read the last panel, Jake, of Supergirl's thoughts?
0: Mermen only marry their own kind. A love between us may be impossible. And I can't get Jero out of my mind. I'm happy yet miserable. What's happening to me?
1: <laughs>
2: You're in love, Supergirl. That's what's happening. <laughs> All right, well, that's enough for that. <laughs>
1: okay.
2: Next page, Supergirl's Super Pet!
1: Yay, Yay! Um,
2: Dr. Husband. Yes. Jake. Before this moment, were you aware that there was a Super Cat? No. No. Are you happy that there's a Super Cat? I am. I am. You I like the
3: Well, so first of all, the first so time it's not a splash page, but it's like a half splash page. Yeah. yeah. Half splash. Of, the cat, of the cat head-butting an eagle in the tummy, while little chicks underneath go,
0: oh my god!
3: And Supergirl looks on and comments. Those... I, that is outstanding.
2: Yeah. Now, to me, uh, I have to check who the artist here. Jim Mooney is the artist here. This doesn't look very much like a cat particularly to the, the face and head. Okay. That's just not my observation. Mm-hmm. But of course I don't have cats around me all the time like you do so you may have a different perspective. <laughs> also these chicks are as big as the cat. That might be yes. from a
3: different country. And the eagle is larger than two barns.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> So there's that. Um, So here's what happens. A kryptonite meteor crashes to Earth. And Supergirl sees it and wants to get it to experiment on. You know what?
3: What? It just occurred to me that that wig's hot and probably smells.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because it's probably not natural (laughs) materials. It's probably polyester.
3: It looks like a helmet. You know what I think... I think if I was Supergirl, I would think back on that day that my cousin brought me to the orphanage, uh-huh. and that choice that he made to give me this thick, hot brown wig,
2: mm-hmm. and I'd be angry about that. Well, she's just too mm-hmm. sweet to ever even occur to her to be angry about that.
3: Mm. Yeah, Supergirl she knows she can use the light. Fire, for example. What's That's that? Much- Uh, She knows she can use the wig to douse fires
2: in a pinch, for example. Right, right.
1: I guess I better put this fire out.
2: Um, So she's collecting this kryptonite meteor to see if she can create some kind of protective coating that will protect her and Superman from all kryptonite all times. It doesn't work. So she just tosses it out the window. (laughs) Because that's probably the best course of action. This deadly kryptonite
1: might hurt me. I'll just toss it out the window.
2: Later, (laughs) she uh, uses her super breath to rescue a cat who's being attacked by a stray dog.
3: Yeah, super sucking. Wow, (laughs) I've never seen that.
2: I bet you haven't. Um, uh, And the dog is caught by the dog catcher. Poor dog, look at him. An unlicensed dog. Got him. Next panel (laughs) down. Meow. (laughs) Streaky says, Meow. Um, Streaky also has, I just mentioned, perfectly formed white lightning bolts along its flanks. Is Streaky a boy or a girl? He's a boy. Is he? Do we know that for sure?
3: Well, we, but uh, that's how he
2: meows. Oh.
3: Meow. <laughs> He's a big cat, a big cat, and neutered.
2: So, yeah, that's good.
3: Yeah, uh,
2: Miss Hart, the headmistress, allows Linda to keep the cat in the orphanage. I'm not sure that would be allowed in real life.
3: Straight cat, yeah, they take in stray children,
2: yes, but they couldn't just let every child have a pet of their own choosing. Oh, but Linda's. Mm-hmm. She is a big girl. She does help out around the orphanage.
3: She saved that baby from dying.
2: They don't know that, though, because that was a secret.
3: No, we know. She can't
2: reveal her existence. Anyway, what do you think happens? The cat discovers the kryptonite out in the woods. No. And because of all the experiments that Supergirl (laughs) did with it, it's turned into a kind of kryptonite that can give superpowers to cats.
3: Of course. Yeah, that happens.
2: Um, cat flies around crashes into a Superman doll and uh, Mm -hmm. the cape of the Superman doll goes around its neck so now it has a cape so it's a super cat lucky it was in a feather boa (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: like
2: uh, my friends had a G.I. Joe talking G.I. Joe and he got dunked in the bathtub (laughs) And so after that, he only spoke Vietnamese. So they pretended that he had defected to the Viet Cong and they cut up all his uh, camouflage clothes into ribbons like he was wearing a loincloth, like he's escaped to the jungle. What that has to do with Feather Bow is, I can't tell you. Hmm. I like that story. Anyway, what
1: does <laughs>
2: Streaky do with this or <laughs> his or her new superpowers? What did you call his or her new superpowers? Steals milk, <clears throat> and distributes it to all the neighborhood alley cats. Here,
3: cat
0: take
2: Yeah.
3: Superman told Supergirl that Supergirl needed to train for a while, and he Streaky also needs to train for a while before yeah. Streaky understands Streaky's powers.
2: Supergirl needs to take that cat to the pound and tell it it's going to live there until such time <laughs> can as its existence
3: can be revealed to uh, her. My fervent wish is that's what the story would have been. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like in Mommy Dearest when uh, Joan Crawford overhears Christina playing with her dolls and punishing her dolls for being bad children. And then Joan Crawford comes and while well, Christina's taking her bath, she steals all the dolls. And she says, Well, they were bad children. I had to send them away. Mm. That's what Supergirl should have done with this cat. A streaky. So, <laughs> yes. Go on, Jake.
3: I was just trying to move along. Oh, okay. and So the creamy dairyman
1: <laughs>
3: says something dumb. And then we move to the next page. <laughs> Which is the best paid. I'll well, just hit his head because, on the table. Because the, 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 the cat comes face to face with a foe, which is a giant Doberman picture, uh-huh. like, And so the um, streaky runs up in an apple tree and dumps about a dozen and a half apples on the dog's face.
0: Yeah, well, the dog's is about...
3: face is perfect.
2: <laughs> oh. And then... And then
3: then streaky smile on the next panel. (laughs)
2: Let's loose with a super loud meow. Mm,
1: Meow!
3: (laughs) (laughs) Awakened by the ear-splitting noise, Linda changes to Supergirl and flashes into action. That's right. As soon as she's awakened by an ear-splitting noise, she changes to Supergirl.
1: That's Streaky's unmistakable meow, magnified 50 times louder than usual. What in the world is going on?
2: So, <laughs> Streaky's now flying over a farmyard. He saves the little chicks from being eaten by an eagle, which yeah. honestly is the way of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Streaky himself scoops up all the chicks and eats them. That's what actually would happen if it was a real super cat. That's right. Um, Then Supergirl steals a spool of telephone wire. Steals. Steals. Steals it. And flies it into outer space so Streaky can play with it. Oh, Streaky, you're such a scream. I love that
3: look of the bottom right panel with him. It looks like he's really angry. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, he's
2: tied up in telephone cable oh, you'd be angry too
0: what a cat
3: uh, and then he breaks free and she says
1: what a cat
2: <laughs> now suddenly disaster strikes as streaky's powers disappear i'm on the top of page 35 they're about 25,000 miles above the surface <laughs> of the earth. <laughs> so, does earth's gravity work like that? It doesn't, and also the cat would be um dead, right? i being in under- well, not space. saying
1: I feel reek. meow what meow happened meow meow. That's Henry. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> um
2: anyway, they returned to the orphanage I and can... uh what Jake? Yeah.
0: I can sing King Friday from here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Why does this end up my ass?
2: After after Streaky loses his superpowers, you don't see thought balloons from Streaky anymore. Uh, I wonder if he lost his thinking power. Right. That would explain why all these super pets can do such great things. Is because they also have a super intelligence. When how come
3: Linda Lee has thought bubbles coming out of her
2: eyeballs? That bottom left panel. <laughs> um, but that's one of her vision powers <laughs> that you just, you don't know about yet. Anyway, later Streaky learned that the ex Kryptonite could give him superpowers forever. So now he's famed as Sweet. dynamic super cat.
3: I like that last picture of him dreaming uh, that he's chasing that little dog.
2: Yes.
1: Happy dreams.
2: We have a story here with Supergirl's Fortress of Solitude. It's a pretty boilerplate story. We're not going to cover that. We have another story where Supergirl meets the Legion of Superheroes. I'm not going to cover it. Supergirl goes shopping. Only to except to say that this story is the first appearance of three longtime Legion of Superhero members: Chameleon Boy, Colossal Boy, and Invisible Kid.
3: Where's, I don't see Invisible Kid. as you not, is he <sighs> pictured in the panel, but not there?
2: Get it? I get it. Very, I get man. the joke. Jake, do you know about the Legion of Superheroes?
3: Just say no, uh, Jake. There's a, lot must... of them.
2: there's a lot of
1: them. Yeah, they I know are all Legion. about it.
2: I know all about it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you, you don't need any further explanation. Uh, you, I, yeah,
3: I do, yeah. Sure, yes.
2: Oh, well, I'm just going to mention that the Legion of Superheroes are a 30th century group of teenagers with superpowers, and they came into the past to invite Supergirl to join their super club, having previously <laughs> <Yeah>. invited <laughs> Superboy to join their super club. But. Many people think that this story actually takes place before they invited Superboy. So they first invited Supergirl, and when she didn't pan out, they then went back and invited Superboy. And the reason it didn't pan out is because she dug a tunnel underneath the Earth to help ease transportation woes. And she ran into some red kryptonite, which turned her into an adult. And as an adult, she was too old to join the teenage club.
3: Ah, yeah, she's an old.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's terrible. Luckily, as we all know, the effects of Red Kryptonite only last 24 hours. And Supergirl did become a member of the Legion of Superheroes in the future. Next, Supergirl travels back in time to play with Superboy again, not technically disobeying Superman's commands that she not reveal her existence to the world. The only fun she can have is if she travels back in time. Well, she didn't think this through because uh, she's obviously revealing her existence to her cousin before a time when she actually arrived on Earth.
1: Hmm.
2: Luckily, he flies to a distant planet and submits himself to a uh, plant that gives him what's the word I'm looking for—amnesia—for the and makes him forget the past week. Oh, that's good. So, oh. problem solved. Phew! I'm skipping ahead I'd like to that the best. Too, please. <laughs> <clears throat> it's almost coming up on cocktail hour in your neck of the woods, isn't it?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm a little late here. Hey, you like gin?
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. Guess what, uh, Tudor did. What? So you take uh, about a shot and a half of gin in a. Glass. Two shots for you, Jake. Two shots for you, Jake. Then yeah. put in a tea bag. Of... Oh, I just count. I just count seconds when I pour. I don't count. Shots. One potato, two potato, <laughs> three potato. Okay, so anyway, then you put in an Earl Grey tea bag. That's not a that euphemism for it's actual tea bag. <laughs> Uh, let it steep for, I don't know, 30 seconds or a minute or whatever till you see it change color. Then you pick it up and you straighten it out. Then you make the rest of the Mm, gin and tonic like you would with lime and tonic water. It's fantastic.
2: That sounds amazing. I think I'll try it right now. now. Same Uh, here. Final story in the issue. Issue. The super steed of steel. Thank you. Now, I'm guessing since you didn't know there was a super cat, you probably didn't know there was also a super horse. Look, uh,
3: I knew that this was coming up for a long time and the only exposure I had to this was on the cover uh-huh. which had her and Streaky and Comet, the right. super wonder horse. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. So, oh, no. I thought there was more to that story. Yes, no. 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 Um Jake. Yeah. You're a father of a preteen girl. Yeah. Why do girls like horses so much?
3: Um that's easy. They're strong and silent. <laughs> and um they can be petted. Okay. Yeah. You could also and all braid their, muscles their hair are like what?
2: You could also braid their hair I bet.
3: Jess and um, yeah, you can just you can sit on them. I mean, who doesn't
2: want to sit on a boyfriend? <laughs> hey oh. Uh, remind me to come back to that. Um. So Supergirl is now at a point in her life when she is out of the orphanage. Out of the orphanage, she's been adopted by the Danvers, and her existence is. Okay, now is let's talk.
3: Hold oh, on. Stop. Hold everything. The press is on the phone. Why is this not? A problem for us having just seen Captain Marvel right
1: just just seen what?
3: The, didn't we just see Captain Marvel didn't you see it yes 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 isn't she uh, what's her name's uh, uh, mom, Carol
2: Danvers. yes um, yes I don't know if that's uh, supposed to be a direct reference of course Supergirl predates the female Captain Marvel who began her career in comics as Ms. Marvel. Oh, okay. I would have known that. Uh, That's what I'm here for. Thanks, nerd. um, Yeah, I actually thought of that the other day. I'm I'm assuming there was some kind of tongue-in-cheek reference to Supergirl when they named her Carol Danvers, but I don't know that for certain. Okay. Maybe I'll Google that later. Okay. Anyway, Supergirl's been adopted and so, uses... yes.
3: Sorry, go ahead. Please go well, ahead.
2: She uses her superpowers now to help out her parents, like when they come upon a bridge that's been washed out. She just flies the car <laughs> over, the, over the river.
1: We're going to be oh, late man. for the movie. Let me pick up the car.
3: There's nothing more appealing to me than using superpowers for completely petty... <laughs> That's exactly what I would use them for. I would like making faster anybody. coffee. I would just get to work faster. Yep. Yep. Do my grocery shopping faster.
2: I <laughs> I like the idea that we all are on board with. If we had superpowers, we'd still just go to work. Because <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, I would go to work when I wanted to. And I'd be like, you know, work for the government or something.
3: you the government.
2: Anyway, they're the luckiest parents alive to have Supergirl as a daughter to get us to the movies on time. Choke, choke. Mom, Dad, you're so sweet to me. <laughs> to me. So they're seeing a the film called Wonder, Wonder Horse Firebrand.
1: That's
0: the famous Wonder Horse Firebrand.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: Is the best voice for her. <laughs> Firebrand leaps over a chasm, he unmasks a cowboy bandit with his hooves. And she can't stop thinking about Firebrand.
0: Just thinking about it gives me goose <laughs> ah! ah! <laughs> <laughs> I hope I can fall asleep tonight.
2: I have never, I love movies. I can't say that I've ever been so worked up about a movie that I didn't sleep, really. Except for the, the Exorcist. birds. No, the Exorcist is stupid. <laughs> the birds terrified me. I no? didn't sleep. I think for three weeks. Okay. <laughs> birds mass and attack humanity.
3: Oh man, I would like that with uh, Blair Witch. Oh,
2: oh yeah. Wasn't that your first movie? That got me. The Blair Witch Project. You know, we live right by that town where it supposedly took place.
3: (laughs) Just it's supposedly And there's
2: a mystery hill. If you drive into town there's a hill where you're going uphill, but you put your car in neutral and it goes moves by itself. (laughs) Um attention next day Well she's dreaming now. Attention all listeners, an alien space fleet is attacking Metropolis. Civilians are ordered to evacuate the city at once. (laughs) So she's dreaming of alien raiders destroying Metropolis. Uh, Superman's apparently out of town. So Supergirl heads off to rescue the city herself. (sighs) And what do you think should happen? With the aliens fire kryptonite beams at her and rob her of her powers.
1: Pew 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 pew.
2: But don't worry, here comes a flying horse.
1: <laughs>
2: I get very confused in this story about what's a dream and what's not, and I know that clearly the dream panels are have scalloped edges so that we know she's dreaming. I
3: love on page 72, all the the horse noises.
1: <laughs> Nay!
2: Winnie! Winnie! <laughs> um, that horse is kicking alien ships out of the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And her dream adventure comes to its end. Okay, can I ask a question about this? Mm -hmm. Okay. Is it common
3: for artists of this time to draw strabismus?
2: Sorry, you broke up at the end there.
3: Is it common for artists of the time to draw strabismus?
2: What is strabismus? (laughs) It's
3: like the lazy eye thing. She's so excited about this horse dream, she can't see straight. Well, you know.
2: (laughs) I'm looking at her. She does look very happy in that panel after her dream. She does name her dream horse Comet.
1: Horse.
2: (laughs) That's
3: not the name of a vibrator?
2: That's what I thought. She's a teen. Horse.
3: It said the next day as Linda awakens.
1: Horse.
2: <sighs> it's not even not even the famous firebrand can perform super <laughs> deeds like a dream horse.
1: Come oh,
0: He could perform super <laughs> deeds. <laughs> uh,
2: that evening, while doing homework with her friend, Dick, uh, Linda, <laughs> you're dating me again.
3: We're studying about Hello, <laughs> Troy and the Trojan Horse. Try to concentrate your lesson. <laughs>
2: All
1: right, Dick.
2: But the only horse she can concentrate on is a dream horse, Comet.
1: Comet. Yeah.
2: So she has.
3: Damn.
2: <laughs> she launches into another dream that night. <sighs> where she's performing uh, an outdoor drama. I'm assuming it's outdoors. The school pageant about school the witches pageant. of Salem. Yes. That would be a happy pageant, wouldn't it?
1: We're going to burn you at the stake. So, you're a witch, and you're a witch, and you're a witch. What's that from? I don't
2: know. <laughs> so Linda <laughs> is playing one of the accused witches, and she has to be locked up. Dog, stop barking. She has to be locked up in the uh, stocks.
1: Ouch, my wrists. <laughs>
2: Just as she's locked up, her telescopic vision shows that the water is pouring into a shattered hull of a submarine underwater.
1: Oh, well, I shouldn't be seeing this! <laughs> how am I seeing this?
2: <laughs> she doesn't know how she's going to rescue the submariners uh, without revealing her identity as Supergirl, but luckily, Comet the Superhorse yeah. Lives under the ocean and rest pulls the sub up into the shore. Gasp. It's coming. I almost,
3: I almost threw my electronic device across the room reading this page. Because <laughs> it was <laughs> <is> so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so And I loved it. I loved it.
2: I have a comet pulling the submarine
3: out of the sea with a chain. Right. What is wow. what?
2: And all of this activity probably takes a while to rescue us up and pull it out of the sea. And she's still locked up in the stocks for the school pageant.
0: It's a <laughs> long play.
2: Well, how much? Honestly, you don't need to practice being locked up in the stocks. <laughs> she takes <laughs>
3: her role seriously.
2: She's a method actor, right? And also, it's a play. You don't actually have to lock it. <sighs> Don't get me started about dramaturgy. (laughs) Um, She wakes up again. Good grief. That's the second dream I've had about Comet. It's almost as if my dream horse was real. (laughs) Streaky's back. Apparently the Danvers adopted Streaky, too. Oh, that cat. And he still has his powers because he's flying around the room
1: playing with the (laughs) yarn. Streaky, you're making a mess of mother's yawn. <laughs> <laughs> Streaky, you're a little dickens. <laughs> she does say that. Uh, uh,
2: and so later we, at bedtime, another dream. Um, and more strabismus. She's dreaming that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I see it.
2: I told you we were going to get a lot aren't of
1: big You weren't right, quite right.
2: So she's dreaming that Streaky is playing with Crypto the Super Dog, who's Superman's yeah. pet. Did you know about Crypto the Super Dog, Jake? Yes, I did. Thank you. Uh, yeah,
1: crypto.
0: In <laughs> my
2: opinion, Crypto's the best super pet. Oh, of course. He's a dog. Um, crypto and Streaky are playing and accidentally travel back through time because they're flying so fast <laughs> to World War. To World War II. Two. <laughs> 1942 Pacific Theater War. And uh, the Super Pets decide to land on a warship because <laughs> why wouldn't they? They're looking for help. They don't know where they are because the animals because can't they can't even time. read. <sighs> Bro, what time are we in?
1: <laughs> I don't
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> Crypto says, gosh, all those pretty girls. This looks like a place to search for Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, a Japanese hero is going to attack the medical ship, so <laughs> that's the end of that. <laughs> Wait, <Robert> though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, Good what
2: thing there's...
3: I'm trying to do- the Japanese thing, but that wasn't it. That sounds like Chinese. Yeah,
2: well, um, neither one is
3: appropriate. So I, I absolutely agree. It would just sort of like do a little soundtrack.
2: Anyway, go. good thing there's no super pets around. Oh, wait, here comes Comet the Super Horse in World War II <clears throat> to destroy the Japanese Zero. He, now, he's
0: omniscient. <laughs>
2: You know that <laughs> Superman and Supergirl have a code against killing.
1: Don't kill. Oh.
2: Apparently, Comet Super wow. Horse has no horse? such code because the uh, he just allows the Japanese plane to smash into his invulnerable body, and it's smashed. To Take that, Kabukazi! It just <clears throat> disintegrates. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Super Horse guides. Crypto and Streaky back year 1962. Let's go
1: back in time!
2: <laughs> of course, this is all it, happening. Is
3: the horse's is, back it's hurting it's, there? what you saying? I'm sorry, is the horse's back hurting there, Tudor? The way you were...
2: <laughs> Take that
3: Some part of like... my
1: backside!
2: <laughs> um... Linda realizes she's got to find a way to get this horse off her mind.
1: I've got to stop dreaming about (laughs) God!
2: Luckily, her father has two weeks vacation. No, just one week. One week's vacation coming up. Where are we going? Let's go to a dude ranch. Let's
3: drive two days to a dude ranch, spend one day, (laughs) and drive two days back.
2: I need to forget a horse. Let's go to a dude ranch. (laughs) Luckily, there's a dude ranch named after Supergirl. The Supergirl dude ranch. (laughs) Now, (laughs) I'm not a product brander, (laughs) but I don't know if naming a dude ranch after Supergirl really serves the dude ranch's target audience. Yeah. Unless you're catering to uh, Supergirls. Supergirls. But it's a nice sign. Supergirl dude, dude Ranch, five miles ahead. I'd visit just for the kitsch value. I'd take a picture of the sign. Of course, I'm not allowed to ride horses because there's a weight limit.
1: <laughs> cricket, cricket, cricket.
3: cricket. <laughs> uh, those, crickets sound, those crickets sound delicious, though.
2: So... Oh, my sister's in Australia right now. And she um, sent a picture of, they sell just, you know, insects candy crickets in the store. You can eat them. Wow. Anyway, Supergirl's on the lookout for Pop Hadley. Uh,
1: Where's Pop? <laughs> Pop. And
2: Pop's not there. He had to sell the dude ranch because uh, he Pop. couldn't make it go of it. So. <laughs> The new owner, (laughs) Mace Greed. I bet he's
1: nice. Mace.
2: Um, What? Mace Greed.
1: Mace.
2: Mace Mace Greed has been trying to saddle this white stallion for an hour, but it's a waste of time. Nobody's ever ridden that critter. He's too wild. (laughs) Get off (laughs) me.
1: What?
2: That stallion looks exactly like my dream horse, Comet. The super horse I talk about so often.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Calm (laughs) it.
2: Luckily, Supergirl's able to calm the horse. And he has the same shooting star marking... As her dream stallion comet, that's not been mentioned up to this point in the story. Oh, on his back. Apparently Comet has a comet etched into his back.
1: That's where I sit. This horse is incredible. This horse is the same (laughs) shooting star marking as my dream stallion comet. He'll calm down when he gets between my legs.
2: (laughs) Now, now. She takes him for a ride, he bursts right through some barbed wire without getting hurt, and then he sails over a canyon without being hurt, and sh- you must be my dream horse, Comet. Nay. <laughs> but I wonder if he knows my secret identity. As if in answer to her unspoken question, Comet rides right out to the Supergirl dude ranch sign in five miles and points with his hoof, indicating that he does know that she is secretly super... <laughs> You're- <laughs> Supergirl. Amazing. Your amazing <laughs> intelligence proves that you're a super horse in every way, Comet. I'm going to take this cape off of the Supergirl Dude Ranch sign, which for some reason is an actual cape affixed <laughs> to a sign, and put it on your back so you can be a super horse.
1: Yeah.
2: Capes mean everything. Now, Please. did you read the text? <laughs> Did you read the text piece underneath?
3: No. Did we? Talk yes, about I did, him? actually. He was actually. He was, he was a centaur. Did we
2: talk about this on the podcast <laughs> Robbery? Or were we talking off air about I don't know. He was a centaur
3: and he was cursed by yes. Circe. And... Comet
2: was a centaur, half man, half horse, in ancient Greece. And he was cursed by the sorceress Circe. Circe. Who turned who was going to turn him into a man, but she messed up and turned him into a horse.
1: I curse you!
2: And then she uh,
1: had no antidote to make up (laughs) for it.
2: So she gave him superpowers, plus the ability to communicate by telepathy, and... Uh, then another fella banished the super horse to a planet in the constellation Sagittarius. Uh, uh, come on, speak that All right, speak. Wait a minute, this is important. backstory. story. Okay. More than 3,000 years passed as Byron, the former centaur, now horse. Centaur? Waited helplessly for freedom. Then came the day that a rocket passed the planet, the very rocket carrying mm. Supergirl to Earth, which freed him and he followed the rocket to Earth, where he met Supergirl and made telepathic contact with her, and she named him Comet, and he began to help her in her super deeds. One day, he flew to the planet Xerox, which is full of
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> And Super Horse was given the power to become human whenever he is within sight of a comet. At such times, he adopts the secret identity of Bronco Bill, a cowboy. Supergirl is unaware of her super steeds, Double Life, but is very fond of the handsome rodeo rider. Now.
1: I like you, horse mm, cowboy man.
2: In an issue of Lois Lane, which we will not be covering, unfortunately, because it's after the Go-Go-Check era, Lois Lane is transformed into a centaur and what? Uh, makes the acquaintance of Bronco Bill, cowboy secret identity of comp Super Horse. And then Lois is... Turned all the way into a horse, and Comet assumes his horse identity. And Lois Lane, knowing that Superman will never marry her if she's a horse, says, "Oh well, at least I can marry a horse." <laughs> That's an actual story that was That's printed.
1: Mace.
2: <laughs> also, in a. <laughs> After the company-wide <laughs> continuity changed, which happened with the Crisis on Infinite Earth, where Supergirl died and then was erased from existence, a new Supergirl came along, <laughs> and she met Comet Super Horse, whose secret identity was a lesbian woman.
1: Oh so my god!
2: That was very different, wasn't yes. it? A super steed of steel! Ha! <laughs> <laughs> ha! Well, there we have it. It's the Supergirl oh, eighty-page oh yeah. giant. What do we think? Oh,
3: thank God it's over. That was that was a lot. Are you
2: going to hand this down to your preteen daughter to read? Uh,
3: I mean, I could, but she wouldn't care. She'd just be like, "Nope." Okay, so
2: she's uh, well, a girl essentially.
3: Well, I mean, she doesn't... She's not going to read it if it doesn't have the right style. Like, she's very intolerant of anything in her narrow style of preferences.
2: So, like, what? Vampires and stuff like that?
3: No, it's mostly, um... She really loves drawing gowns and fashion stuff.
2: Oh. Uh, and,
3: um one of those. He likes doing, like, drawing hats, Fashion and, like, place, Nothing like, you know like, plays. Furniture. Stop it, Doug.
2: Well, I will send you an issue of Adventure Comics from the 70s where Supergirl has to pick a new costume based on designs that readers have sent in. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. She settles on the hot pants and uh, pirate-sleeved number, but there's lots of other things to choose from.
3: Well, thank you. Be, sure, I would like to see if if Edie likes that. I live <clears>
2: to serve. <surf.
3: laughs> All right, thanks for having me. Again. You are welcome. It's anytime. so good to hear, um, hear you. Um,
2: and we'll have you back real soon. Yeah. <laughs> ah! Do you I, have any? I don't any... have what?
0: What? Maybe? you don't have something. What?
3: Um, I um. I really do appreciate all of the effort that goes into these podcasts and I really do like them a lot. And people need to um, share this amazing podcast with more people.
2: It's so cute that you think I put any effort whatsoever into it, but thank you for your kind words. Do you have any social... You know what you're doing?
3: What? You're agreeing with me that you have exorbitant talent.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's a given. (sighs) And I attract similarly talented people to my circle of interest. jake the next time you're in this area with
3: a family we have to do a radio drama
2: oh Wait, yes we? he doesn't have to be here we could do it all remotely.
3: Yes, oh, well, this i'll whatever, just send you a script whatever it is this thing that we're using this this connection
2: thing uh-huh horrible. it's not bad i disagree <laughs> <laughs> jake do you have any social media you need to promote about yourself
1: Nope.
2: Uh, any upcoming performances? Nope. Okay. Uh, well, uh, you can always find us on social media at Pod, And I have some sad news. We'll be taking the next two weeks off because Dr. Husband and I will be performing. If you're in or around Naples, Florida, you can come and see us perform. And I'll put the details On the aforementioned social media. I I have something to promote. Yes,
1: go ahead.
3: (laughs) Books are more than decorative. I'm trying to promote my thing, Jake. Books are more than decorative. They're full of words. Read a book now and
2: again. Yes. Um, you can find us on social media at the Chuck Pod. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you download your free podcast from. And we'll be back in two weeks. Right? Right, right. <laughs> uh, that's it. Thank you for coming. Bye. Everybody has to say bye. 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 We all bye. Can do it at the same
3: time. One, two, three. Bye. Bye. bye.